Hey, Suns fans, it's me, Matthew, Paul Lissy. No John tonight. I'm sorry. John is actually on an expedition. He is finding himself right now in the woods with only some floss, and that's it. Butt naked in the woods, trying to find himself. I don't know why. Don't ask me, but it's just me tonight, and I'm also joined by Suns Geek. <laughs> How's it going, man? Doing Yours? great, man. <laughs> yeah. You're our lifesaver, dude. Anytime we need you, you step up to the plate. I am very happy for you to be here. Suns win 134-106. I mean, honestly, I was kind of scared of Ish Smith, Alex Len, mm-hmm. Rui Achamara in the first half. I was like, is it going to be one of those games? <laughs> and it wasn't. I mean, the second half, the Suns turned it around. What did you think, man? Well, first off, once again, thank you so much for having me back to the Suns Jam Session podcast on the Bright Side of the <laughs> Bright Side of the Sun Podcast Network. Yeah. You thank go. you so much for having me back. Uh, you're right, man. Ish Smith is a Suns killer, and uh, I'm glad that he didn't kill us tonight. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it later in the podcast. But I just want to start off this podcast by saying the Suns only had three turnovers count them one two three which is a franchise record which is absolutely incredible i don't even care if it's against the washington wizards three turnovers is incredible in any game so i will cheers to that if you got a drink oh wait hold it hold it oh did (laughs) you twist it off because i do have a drink but it's not a beer and i couldn't pop anything off so i was i was worried because it's like that's the one thing we do the twist off we Yep. And I didn't want to mess that up, but I was going to use you to do it because all I have is my uh, my <laughs> vodka and a little bit of crayon. What do you have over there? What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Miller High Life. I don't know oh. why, but I like these drinks. <laughs> Looks good. Looks tasty, man. All right. I'm going to try to put thing. this back on. <laughs> all right. Oh, no. It's all right. We're too late. We're past that. Let's get this pod started. You ready? Yep. All right. Like we said, Suns won another a blowout. You know, after two games, they played the Clippers, they played the Utah Jazz. Two stellar games. I know they went one for one, but they they really showed the media. They showed everyone, Suns fans, that like they're here to stay. This is going to be a playoff team that is going to put up a fight. This is a game, of course, when we come into these games playing the lesser teams. I mean, next game we play the Rockets. It's like you want the blowouts, you want the the great performance from your starters, so you can see the bench. And in the right. first half. Suns just started out great. They went on a 10-2 run. But then after that, it was like they just couldn't deal with the inside paint. Uh, there was They were kind of lackadaisical in there. They weren't really doing too well about getting the rebounds, uh, second-chance points, things like that. And then Monty, I feel like at halftime, just came in there and let them have it. I know there's no inside cameras. There's no inside footage for us to see. But you know he had to let them have it, dude. Because when they came out in the third quarter, especially Devin Booker, he was lights out. I haven't seen a three a third quarter like that from Booker in a long time. I mean, what did you think about his performance tonight? It was brilliant. Just like I yeah. tweeted out about Chris Paul. Chris Paul was brilliant, but Devin Booker had one of the best third quarters that I've ever seen from him. And the Phoenix Suns as a team had one of the best 
uh, third quarters that I've ever seen from this season, at least. Yes, that was a, they had forty four points in that third quarter. They were playing great defense, even though the Suns are a slow paced team. They are pushing the pace. They were attacking. When did Devin Booker turn into a quarterback with those beautiful oh bounce God. passes to Mikhail? Bridges, who really has been cutting and running down the court like that all season, but Devin Booker found him. Chris Paul had to have been teaching him some things. <clears throat> it, it was all about that third quarter. And here's the thing, in my opinion, it wasn't that the Suns were playing like too terrible in the first half. They were just playing kind of at the level of the Wizards, if you will. I mean, the Wizards average about 113 a game. I think the Suns only average 114 a game. So they're really not too much defense. I think the Suns were just kind of letting them hang in there. And I, I, I remember this too. Raul Nato, if I'm saying his name correctly, was like the first player to get 10 points out of both teams. Not even Devin Booker had 10 points. So you know it's a long night when he yeah. is going for a career high. But you know what? The Suns woke up in the, the first half, man, or in, in the second half, excuse me, especially in that third quarter. They woke up. They put the game away. It was a blowout. I remember Devin Booker hit a shot, and it was like 94 points for the Suns. That's when I knew the game was over. <clears throat> yeah, and you brought up NATO, too. I was so I was so nervous. I'm like, this is going to be the Jack Taylor Award mm -hmm. winner, and I, I think I had to do it because last game he played against the Suns, it was 16 points, and his career high this year, I don't 22 points, 24 tonight. And it was a guy, if the Suns were to lose, he'd be like, come on, what is going on? But I think towards this, this, the later part of the second half, or the first half, <clears throat> Mikhail Bridges was actually kind of picking him up. I think he was paying more attention to him because it's like, come on, don't let this guy get hot. You know, he had a block shot against them. It's like the little dude on the court, smaller, you know, for a basketball player, he's, he's doing whatever the hell he wants. It's like, you kind of got to just stop that guy. So I think I'm going to give it to him, you know, the Jack Taylor Award. So uh, Jack Taylor Award. For the guy who comes out of nowhere and scores a shit ton of points on you. There's John. John's beautiful voice. <laughs> He's gone. Where's Voida? I don't know. I mean, it's Voita with a T, but... He, uh, he, I hope you're having fun finding, out there. John. I hope he comes back safe, dude. I yeah. hope he does. I hope he doesn't get attacked by a grizzly bear wherever he is. Hey, if you we're know so what? You guys have been working your ass off on this podcast. You guys have been doing great. I'm sure you're going to take yeah. a day off soon. He deserves the time off too. So cheers to John. Mm -hmm. Cheers to the Suns Jam Session podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes. And honestly, you know, the last time I had it off, it was because of a migraine. So it was severe. Mm, I know. I covered for you that severe, night. <laughs> yeah, severe injury. And I couldn't really watch that one because, uh, you know, my head didn't let me. But for some reason, someone in the, in the chat knows my dad's first name. That's kind of weird. So I'm not going to talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Jack Taylor Ward goes, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, NATO. Uh, Raul and NATO, yeah. Um, Besides that, I was actually thinking, too, because Alex Lynn kind of started out great. Mm -hmm. Two for two, <laughs> he started out. <laughs> and I feel like every game we play him, he does that. He always comes to the game. He's he's just he's destroying the the underneath the basket. And I just think, like, is he a guy where I, I know he this year he was picked up? Like, is it someone that the Suns might have looked into to have a backup center? Because I feel like it's still an issue, right? I mean, tonight the Suns blow All the shots were going down. They were they were nailing them from three in the third quarter, but like the focus in the first half, if you want to kind of nitpick a little bit, it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, they kind of do need help underneath. Maybe it was just DeAndre not really like up for the game right away. So he wasn't really switching as well, finding the guys that were cutting the stuff we normally are used to seeing DeAndre Ayton do. And it just made me think like, are we going to have any kind of help down there? You think Frank got some minutes late, late in the game, of course, when it was a blowout, 
But you think Frank Kaminsky could be that guy or what's going to go on? I know we talk about it every podcast, but sometimes it just worries me. So mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Well, first off, before I answer that question, can I just address the fact that you and I have to find things to nitpick about for this Phoenix oh, Suns game? Yeah, you know disgusting. what I mean? That, that goes to show how great this Suns season is. 37 wins on the season. We just blew out the Washington Wizards. But to answer your question, I remember when the Suns let go of Damian Jones, there was kind of a few rumors from some fans saying, what about Alex Lang? Because I think he got waived in January by the Raptors. <clears throat> and and this is, I like to make jokes about this a lot on Twitter. I'm like, man, I would love to see what Dragon Bender would look like on this team or Marquise Chris or even Tyler Eulis. You know what I mean? So that goes with yeah. Alex Lang too. Like, I would love to see what some of these former Suns players would look like on this team. But, you know, Alex Lang, he's okay. I mean, he's... I guess you can kind of label him in that bus category for a reason, but it is good to see him with the Washington Wizards. Shout out to Robin Lopez, too, former son on this team. Ish Smith is a son's killer. But to, I guess to answer the question, I guess James Jones trusts in what we have. I mean, don't forget, Jalen Smith, I know he's a rookie. He's still on the bench. And we got Frank Kaminsky, who, as a starter, we're 11-2 and two with. Now, I'm not saying we're going to start him in the playoffs, but I'm just saying we're 11-2 and two with him. I think he's been out with uh, the, the COVID and with injuries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dario Sarge got back to his, you know, Dario ways tonight. So I think James Jones is trusting in what we have. And small ball teams have won before. I, I'm not really sure how many small ball teams have won championships before, but they've won mm-hmm. before. So I think James Jones has got a lot of trust uh, in our current big man situation. But it is a problem. It really is a problem. And that's why we're a middle of the pack rebounding team. What, what do you think? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it is. And then it isn't. Yeah. You know, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like when it happens, the, the glimpse of it, because it's, it's up and down this season with the sun. It's like, you know, I think it's really up to Dario Saric, who yep. is, you know, he's having a tough year sometimes. And some games he's just not there. He, you know, he he has a hard time against the longer guys down down low. But tonight I felt like he was kind of back, right? Like Dario Saric was back a little. And it was nice to see him get out to a good start. So I don't know. I guess we got to go into uh, my new favorite segment, actually. Hold on. The Sarge smoke break. <laughs> yeah, man. He he was it's just it's the it's the best thing to watch Dario. Like his off games will come on the pod and like people will trash him. And then tonight, I mean he did he pretty decent, right? Minimal minutes. He's not getting the minutes he used to get. I feel like he used to get around 25 minutes. I know tonight the Suns had a blowout, but I'm tonight 18 minutes, 50, 57, what nine points he just seemed like he was more of an impact he seemed like he kind of knew what he was doing out there um two quick points for him uh just easy shots Mm -hmm. so i think like things have to be kind of easy for him on the offensive end like he can't really like i said last podcast i was talking about he he can't really take his time down there because too many people will swarm he gets too crowded and he can't get anything off so i think tonight he had it kind of easy and i think he needs those easy shots really get going but uh I mean, it's kind of nice to have him back because I feel like he could still be the leader of this uh, of the bench, mm. and we just definitely need him night in, night out. So then we don't talk about you know a guy that who should maybe be playing the four, but is playing the five right now. That we might need another backup center to take his place, not to take his place, but to take more minutes. But uh, I thought he did well tonight. What'd you think? 
Yeah, I thought Dario did well saying this was really needed. Once again, I don't even care if it's against the the, the Wizards or the Clippers or whoever it is. Dario Sarge yeah. needed this game. Really, even though the Suns have only lost one game, what, in their last like eight or nine, the, the Suns kind of needed this game too, you know? And Dario, it's kind of like a rhythm thing. I, wa- I want to see what Dario is going to perform or how he's going to perform next game. Uh, tonight, 19 minutes uh, four for eight from the field, had one three, three rebounds, three assists. That's an underrated thing about Dario Sarge's is. game is his playmaking. And one thing I that stood out to me was he was kind of disrupting a lot of passing lanes. It was kind of a physical game all around, especially in the first half. So credit to the Wizards. I mean, it wasn't as physical of a game as, you know, the Clippers and the Jazz game were, but mm-hmm. physical game, Dario really needed tonight, even if it was just 19 minutes and finished with nine points that's great for dario one step at a time one game at a time i'm glad dario had it's funny too because i was like i think if dario struggles in this game i'm gonna make a video and now i'm glad (laughs) i don't have to make a video about dario sarge struggling so uh do you have any other thoughts on dario because i'm I'm glad i'm glad that he had the game that he had tonight I really don't. It's just I'm glad I can like talk about him in a positive way because mm-hmm. ever since we started the segment, the Dario smoke break, he's had some bad games. <laughs> yeah, and we has. can't we can't get rid of the segment. I mean, a lot of the fans love it, and we the jamsters out there. Shout out to the jamsters. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, someone's in the chat. Dario's cigarette butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how you guys know you've made yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I know, dude. And it's funny because uh, on Twitter today, we actually saw I saw like the same flag I have behind me was upside down in some guy's house, unless mine is upside down did you see that so i'm like maybe mine is who knows dude i haven't like raised a flag in forever so um i was going to bring up also another guy that he had um covid and he was out for a while uh cameron johnson you know Hmm. cam johnson when he came back the first thing he was really looking to do was get his shot going from the three-point line or from the three-point arc and i was thinking like he he's just trying to get his feet underneath them and tonight you saw something different. You saw maybe even last game where he was trying to get to the rim. He was trying to, you know, get fouls drawn. And you saw it a lot tonight from him. I think that what is so impressive with him is how he has become become that guy who is going to get to the line or try to get to the line. Like mm-hmm. he's not getting the calls and now he's trying to, to yell at the refs. Like, hey, yep. it's a foul. Like, notice me. I'm trying to get to the rim. These guys are bashing me. Kind of like Dario Saric, who is on the ground 50 times a game. And maybe we'll get a half call, a half, <laughs> a half a foul called on him. But uh, yeah. Cameron Johnson tonight, though, he's two for three from the line, which mm-hmm. is our two for two, and uh, twelve points. And I think that it's really crucial for him to really get that going now. Yeah. When you're when you're going, and we keep talking about, I know we still got 20, 20 more games, but I think Sam Cooper said it the best on Twitter. It's like, you know, sorry Wizards, but I'm just looking forward to Suns playoff basketball. Like I just yeah. want it to start now, and I think Cam Johnson getting to the line. And just working on getting to the, the rest of some, his game. Yeah. The rest, yeah, the rest of his game. He is just going to be a beast later on. Maybe not this year. Maybe towards the playoff time, you can kind of see of it. But I think next year, that's something that he's really going to focus on. But yeah. I love him doing it right now. That way, in playoff time, getting to the line is really crucial. And I think him, if he's not getting it from three, he has to get to the line, and he Absolutely. has to do things to get to the rim. And you saw tonight. I just, even though it was maybe sometime minutes that didn't matter he was still working on it and that's what you love to see from him. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I want to take your point and kind of piggyback off that with the entire Suns team. If it's not going from three, the yes. Suns need to get 
to the line or at least attempt it, even if they're not getting to the line. Try to bait those refs into calling those fouls. Um, you know, Cameron Johnson, I, I think another thing about his game that he will work on in the future is his defense. I feel like he's kind of a low-key good defensive player in my opinion uh but as you kind of pointed out earlier 17 points four for six from the field he did get into foul trouble but i agree with you he was waiting for the referees to call a foul because he was on the floor and he was just looking at the ref like saying where the hell's my foul and i totally yeah. agree with him this was a poor officiating night on both sides of the uh for both teams really I'll, I'll probably talk about that later but yeah cam johnson man he's gonna be a big piece for the suns in the playoffs and even if there is 20 games left in the season keep working on your game the entire suns team did a great job of of getting to the free throw line against the jazz and the clippers two of the best teams in the west now again this is the wizards it's not going to happen every single night but the suns really need to work on that in my opinion and i just hope that cam johnson keeps growing in front of our eyes because he's a really good player he's going to man and mm -hmm. uh and I, I think i i waited too long to bring this guy up kevin o'connor who made his mm -hmm. appearance in the third quarter and i think the suns really felt his presence right that is what really kicked off the third quarter in the suns you know getting taking it to the wizards but it's just it's so great to have do you know do you read anything from kevin o'connor are you a fan of the ringer or bill simmons do you read any of their stuff at all I like Bill Simmons. I'm not like yeah. his biggest all-time fan, but I do oh, like okay. Kevin O'Connor just because he's one of the one bigger media members who actually, it's not even that he likes the Suns. It's he knows the Suns. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. And no, no disrespect to all these other bigger media members. I'm sure they work hard and all that, but he actually knows the Phoenix Suns. I did read that big piece he had on the Suns. I, I highly encourage any Suns fans to go read it. He does great work in general, but sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I just, yes, I am a fan oh, no. of Kevin O'Connor. <laughs> no, you're you're all good, man. I was actually thinking that it's nice because he knows his he he knows the teams, like he yeah. knows the NBA. He is so skilled at what he does, Kevin O'Connor. So when the Suns were struggling, and he used to talk about them, it's kind of like you know when you're a Suns fan, you have so many so much hope in these younger you're, these younger players. You think they're going to turn to maybe an All Star, maybe uh, a player that can really help. The, the team you know <laughs> be a better team of the future and that was always his thing it's like you know he thought we had a good squad and we didn't now we do and it's like it's kind of like he's on our side so it's going to be fun he even talked about it he had some good pieces this year about the suns but he talked about how he knows in the playoffs he's going to be covering the suns again it was just good to see him on the pot i know he had the podcast with the timeline podcast he yeah. joined them uh for one Shout podcast was a great, that's awesome yeah great listen but now yeah. it's just like it's funny because i feel like i see him so much all the time mm -hmm. and i know that john and I are big fans of his um but also back to the game i was thinking about the third quarter with booker just having a phenomenal third quarter but then also mm -hmm. i think a big help too was jay crowder man i mean mm -hmm. he honestly he's that guy we talk about he's a no no yes guy but he had it going man he was three for three from the uh from the three-point line in the in the third quarter and I think he really helps. I think anything the Suns were doing though in the third quarter it was just majestic. Anything was going down. Everything that was going up was going in for them. Yep. But he was a contributor, dude. And I think that he he needs some recognition tonight because some nights he's not there. And I love how he's still in the starting lineup too, even after bad games. Because you know he's going to have games like these where he just will go off. Yeah. He's going to help the team get back on track. So it looked like he did that tonight. And I think he was a big help in the third quarter. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think like the third quarter, like I said, was one of the best third quarters I've seen from the Suns all season. And Mm -hmm. really with Jay Crowder, in my opinion, it's just his defense. It's his hustle. It's his years of experience. And even tonight, I mean, he finished with 11 points, you know, like that's not going to stand out really on the box score. But if those 11 points get you to a 20-something blowout, then that's that's what works. If, if those 11 points get you to a 44-point third quarter, you know what I mean? And yeah. he, he's a great addition to this team. Everyone, you know, and rightfully so, everyone loves to talk about the Chris Paul signing, but I always remind them, we also got Jay Crowder. You know what I mean? Jay Crowder wanted to come to the Phoenix Suns. So he's a great player. I'm glad he's in the starting lineup. And I think... We all kind of knew that at the start of the year he was going to be in and out of the starting lineup. And now you got to kind of wonder if he's there permanently, which I'm fine with. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, you're absolutely right. I think we just talked about Cameron Johnson, but he's a guy where, of course, like we talked about. um, Oh, crap. You know what? (laughs) My my, uh, computer's about to die. Wow, that really sucks. Uh, (laughs) So I am hosting this, you know, and uh, I got to run over and grab my cord really quick. Um, I'll be right back. (laughs) <laughs> I'll take over. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to the chat on this. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much for uh, for being here and watching us. Um, technical difficulties, but that's okay. I've done that before. I've been live, and I've had my f- computer uncharged. Um, but, yeah, thank you to everybody that is here. Great game from the Suns tonight, you guys. Like I said earlier in the podcast, three turnovers, franchise low for the Suns. That's incredible. And I remember earlier in the season, there was one game where I think we had like seven turnovers. That's huge. If we can lower our turnovers in the playoffs, we're going to be a tough team to beat. You good now, Matt? Everything good on your end? Yeah, I think I'm good, man. You know, it's just professional at its finest. I, I can't believe that dude, happened. I apologize, when, when you everybody. Were, no, no. When you, were, <laughs> when you were getting up, I'm like, dude, trust me. That's happened to me. I've been yeah. live, and all of a sudden, I get that notification. Your computer's about <laughs> to die. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like scrambling. Well, he's had like, a notification, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Trust yeah, that me. That's happened one. to me. It happens to the best. Yeah. And that's why you guys just cracked a 1,000 subscribers because you're one of the best. <laughs> Yeah, I doubt that. Um, I was going to say, too, the next, next guy I wanted to move on to, um, you know, we talked about Jay Crowder. We talked about <clears throat> Cameron Johnson, but it's really good to see the bench uh, really getting going. And one guy that I've always been a fan of is uh, Javon Carter. I, mm-hmm. I think that tonight, even though there were maybe there was minutes that didn't matter, he really hit some good threes, though. I mean, he went, he went four for ten for three. But <laughs> he actually, hey. I felt like he didn't even, I didn't feel like he even shot 10 of them. You That's how what? well he looked like he was I playing, don't right? Care. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't, I care. don't care if he, he went four for 10. He he needed yeah. those threes. He, he has yeah. been on a downward trend. I love Javon Carter. I want that guy to be getting minutes and stuff, but four threes. That's great for Javon Carter. Hopefully next game he can carry that over and keep shooting. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but also, a lot of these guys that come in later in the game, I know Jalen Smith, you want to see him play, maybe. I mean, just to see what he has in the blowout wins. But Frank Kaminsky, we talked about him earlier, and it was really fascinating that he came in with four minutes left. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, because we talked about it earlier, where I'm just like, can he just be a little bit more help like he was in the beginning of the season to where he can help, you know, be be a bigger guy, just show some size down there, help the Suns out. 
and he had the four minutes tonight. So I'm thinking, like, do you think he'll get more minutes in the future for the Suns? Like, I know we were looking for a buyout guy, but it's likely not going to happen. Do you think he'll move his way back in there? That would be kind of nice to see, right? You're talking about Jalen Smith, right? No, um, Frank Kaminsky. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. Um, I hope I hope so, because I, I'm a Frank Kaminsky fan. I mean, people love to slander Frank Kaminsky. I think they just like to slander him just because it's easy. But the guy knows our offense. We picked him back up for a reason. I said yeah. this earlier in the pod, 11-2 and two with him in the starting lineup. And, you know, he's been out with injuries and COVID or whatever the case may be, but save him for the playoffs, you know what I mean? Maybe bring him in whenever Chris Paul decides to take a rest before the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm all for it. Bring Frank Kaminsky in. Now, again, he's probably going to get worked by some of the best centers in this league. Oh, I, yeah. I remember sure. that Denver game, you know, when Jokic just worked him. But yeah. still, man, like, we need the size, we need the experience, and Frank Kaminsky has a little bit of experience. We need that, so I'm all for Frank Kaminsky, man. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of size, I think it's we wait a little bit too long for this one. <laughs> Watch 2021. Now, Aiden tonight. You know, he started out slow, and I was kind of like, uh, here we go. Just the whole team, though, kind of seemed that way to where they yeah. just were not a lot of effort. And a lot of people might think, like, you know, you can't get up for this game, and it might be tough for them to do. And I know that's a tough thing for Aiden. I mean, Dave King talks about it all the time where he's just like, when the when the games matter, he's going to show. And he right. is absolutely correct. That is something that Aiden is going to be down the line in playoff time. I just think that it's so funny how you go from one half to the other and it's just a completely different Aiden. I mean, tonight, pretty solid numbers. I mean, he he didn't blow us away on the and the box score, but 14 points and 10 rebounds. You know, it, it's automatic for him. I think he helped a lot. I mean, of course, we were shooting lights out from three in the second half, but his his dominance down low in the second half, where he was just like, you know, I'll help take over. He had a couple good shot jump shots, but he was starting to play defense. And like I always say, and a lot of people say this, I mean. The, the good defense leads to better offense. And I think when it starts with him actually pick, picking up those guys that are cutting to the rim, you know, switching on guys that need help, that is exactly what he does down in the post. And he did that in the second half. And I think that really helped kick off everything. I mean, the whole Suns team was playing fantastic. But I just think that he helped in that way to where he just started paying attention in the second half. It was just that simple, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And great summary of Aiton's game tonight. You know, 14 and 10, you know, kind of like what I was saying earlier with Jay Crowder. It's not really going to stand out in the box score. And it's hard to observe Aiton, in my opinion, in these blowout games. But I thought he had a good game. And the the only thing that bugged me about Aiton in this game and really the last two games is he shoots the early three, you know what I mean? The first quarter, he's done that three games in a row now and completely missed, but he shot it at a bad time when we, it was when the wizards were going on that run that eventually tied the game up in the first quarter. He just shot an embarrassing three. I'm like, dude, that's not the time to be taking that three. But again, this goes back to what I said at the very start of the podcast. If I'm nitpicking to find things about Deandre Ayton that, weren't that good, then I think he had a great night. He had a lot of effort in this game. He had a lot of energy. You know, 14 and 10, he can do in his sleep, but he did it tonight. I think Aiden had a great game. He had a spin move in this game, too. Oh, yeah. If if he can master that, 
You know what I mean? And it's just <laughs> it's just about being engaged night in and night out. And as Dave King pointed out, shout out to Dave King. He does great work. But, you know, being there in the big moments. And that's why I'm so excited for the playoffs to see how he's going to perform. He might be bad maybe his first playoff game, but the Suns are probably going to be super nervous. But he's going to show up when it matters. And I've noticed that, too. You said this earlier, that Aiton can you know maybe have like a bad first half. And then have like a dominant second half. I've noticed that this noticed that this season too. What did you see from Aiden tonight? Well, I mean, that's mid move. It's really funny you brought that up. I wrote that in my notes, and yeah. it's it's something that you see Aiden do a lot. Not yeah. the spin move, but he'll make a move where it's just like, oh, dude, just you know, do that maybe once or twice a game. You know, mm. see how that works, and just continue to work on that. Because I know, like I said last podcast. You could just see him working on his craft now. It's like a different level he took this season to where he has he has it like as a base. He has his rim running. He has his uh I like just where he puts himself offensively underneath the rim to get offensive rebounds, things like that. It's a base for him right now. Now he's just trying to perfect it in a way. And I think that for him tonight, just like with that move, it's just like, you know, those moves, he has a turnaround shot that's really nice on the baseline that's like almost automatic. But other than that, he actually he needs to work on those spin moves more. I mean, you want to see it, right? Even if the ball doesn't go in every time, it's something where you want to you want to see him improve on because you know a lot of these guys he can shoot over. And I know Robin Lopez is a big guy. I know that Alex Lynn is a big dude, but he can't jump over a nickel. But there's a lot of guys in the NBA that Aiton can dominate. And there's a very few that can really do a good job on him on defense because Aiton just he has that hook shot he has a lot of moves on around the rim so I want to see him work on it more and I know that him and his buddy the guy he got drafted with Mikhail Bridges they love they love it in the paint now and I think Mikhail Bridges started out the game not too well from three you know like the rest of the team so he started getting to the rim in the third quarter had some good lands and I was thinking I'm like this is just the best. Like when everything is shooting on all cylinders, when the Suns just cannot miss anything, and you still have Mikael Bridges, who you know he did in the third quarter, fourth quarter, he started to do better from three, but he's still he's getting to the rim, and that is just something that's so fantastic. He even has that added jump shot from the free throw line in tonight's game, where he can shoot eighteen feet out now. So his game is just. It's it's fun to watch these two, man, because they're starting to really just evolve so much. And I think Mikel continues, no matter who they're playing, he's up for it. And he's working on his stuff every game, man. And his defense, Kevin O'Connor said it, he could be an all-defensive player this year. I want to be surprised. <laughs> Absolutely. He, he should be. And you can make the argument that he deserved an honorable mention last year for that all-defensive team because he's been doing this since college. He's been doing this since yeah. the day he got drafted. And, you know, he's really improved since he was a rookie, and he's growing before our eyes. And, you know, the whole max contract thing between D.A. and Mikhail is a whole nother podcast for another day. But Mikhail Bridges, man, if he gets it, I won't be surprised. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he deserves it. And Mikhail Bridges, I think he's one of those players that wants to be in Phoenix, which is a great sight to see. He had a great game tonight, and he's growing before our eyes. He's a fantastic player. I'm so glad we have Mikhail Bridges. He's going to be somebody who, and you can say this about the entire team, but he's going to be somebody who needs to show up in the playoffs because I know it's just one game. But he didn't really show up against that Jazz game, you know. And you yeah. can make the argument, 
that game would have been a lot different. Even though we won, it would have been a lot different if Mikhail Bridges would have shown up. And that kind of brings me to the to a point too. Kind of when we were talking about Dario earlier, I wish I would have said this. I wonder if Dario would have played better in that Clippers game if we would have won that game. You know what I mean? That's just a random thought I just had. But yeah, Mikael yeah. Bridge, he's great, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's okay to wonder because I mean, the, when they're playing these tough teams, you learn a lot, and I think they learn yeah. a lot too. Oh yeah, that's why it's it's kind of a bummer to go from those two teams and you play like a team like the Wizards and the Rockets, like you just want to continue that stretch of these outstanding games that are just, you know, experience. Yeah, exactly. You want to see where the team is matching up against these guys. I mean, we won't see it for another couple games, but right now we just have to deal with these teams that are the lesser opponents opponents. And they just, you know, they knocked them out tonight. So it's good to see. Uh, so yeah, super chat here, man. Oh, do we? Okay. Yep, because you guys got a thousand subscribers. So now you can get super ah, chats. <laughs> there we go. Purple flex damage. Watch yeah. the weapon too, Matt. You know what? <laughs> I will. But like I was talking about, um, Brandon, have you watched It's Always Sunny? I've, I've yeah. Ah, okay. They do, they do like a remake version of Lethal Weapon. Have you seen Lethal Weapon? I haven't actually. I know. I know. I'm one of those people. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's all right. I haven't either. So it's fine. I mean, I'm gonna, I, cheers you know, I'll watch to your it tonight. $5. Uh, uh, super yeah. chat by the way perplex damage that, that guy's been a subscriber of mine for a long time so cheers yeah no thanks for watching everybody and uh please Appreciate subscribe if chat. you haven't yeah i didn't even say at the beginning of the pod please subscribe at sun's jam uh spotify apple if you leave a comment on apple john will read it for you i don't have an apple phone iphone so i don't have <laughs> oh, you know you're one of those um, guys. yeah so <laughs> he'll read it off if uh, you give us a good comment uh next podcast and, and guys let me tell you it really helps even if you're just hulk smashing the like button you know leaving a comment even though all the people who are active in the chat it really helps because it shows youtube that you guys like our stuff and that goes with me too so we really appreciate it so yeah yes yeah everything helps so i really appreciate it uh, so let's get into the Jam Star of the Game. Yeah, this one's pretty simple, right? Jam Star has to be, uh, you know, I, we haven't cursed this podcast, all right? I'm not a big cursor. John's a sailor in this of, of the two. He, he sails, he lives by his own rules, by the seven seas. But he... Uh, we have this uh, thing, Big Dick Book. I mean, it has to be Devin Booker tonight, man. That third quarter, the Papa Shy who's playing with Kylie, uh, Kylie Jenner or Kylie Kardashian. Yeah, Kylie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah Kylie. One of the Jenners or Kardashian. Yeah, you know, that's the joke of the of the night. It has to be. He has to warm up with that now, right? What we saw tonight with him shooting the ball, even from three. I mean, ridiculous, right? The last time he shot this well, was, I mean. Three for eight? What the hell? Like, so I keep thinking, like, I'm watching him. I think maybe just because he makes three of them in one night, I'm like, oh, it's it's back to uh, three years ago when Book was a good three-point shooter. But he was only three for eight tonight. But honestly, he was just lights out. And I think 27 points could have turned into 40 if he had to play the fourth quarter. But it's nice to have him out of the fourth quarter. Uh, Brandon, who's your jam star of the game? Who Who is it, huh? Devin Armani Booker, man. Yeah. It has to be, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was just brilliant all game. There were a few times in this game where he had like heat checks. You know what I mean by that? Like he yes. would shoot a three or a, a, a mid-range shot and it missed. But you're like, man, if that would have went in, not only would he, he would have had 30, but he probably would have had 40. And the final score would have been, 
you know, 150 to 100 or whatever. <laughs> like, and that's what I love about the heat check. And maybe I'm weird for saying this, but Devin Booker, sometimes he takes shots. Like, before he shoots it, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a miss. And it goes in. So, like, he surprises mm-hmm. me, but I'm not surprised. And that's how great of a player Devin Booker is. And if he can master being a playmaker, I'm one of the, I guess, rare people. I don't really like point book, but if he can master becoming a playmaker, he's going to be one of the best players in this league. And he already is one of the best players in the league. He's a lethal scorer. He was, he was brilliant tonight, man. But I have to say this honorable mention to Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, man. So those are my jam stars of the game, but Devin Booker. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to that. I love all these cheers. Like, we don't do enough mm-hmm. cheers when it's John on here. So right. <laughs> it's good to break those out. And honestly, uh, Chris Paul with 10 assists. Why was he still in the game in the fourth quarter? I don't know. I think it's a yeah. running joke that Monty does with him to where mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still in the mm-hmm. game. You see uh, there's a foul with like six minutes left, and Chris Paul's just walking over to the scores table. And you can see Booker laughing. So I don't know if it's like a joke to where they play Chris Paul these extra minutes. I mean, he only had 25 minutes tonight. But going to the fourth quarter – you saw Mikael Bridges, you saw Chris Paul in there. It's kind of like, can you? Could we just have someone else in there? We're up by twenty. I mean, if yeah. they if the lead goes down to ten, then yeah, bring him back in. But I trust our bench most nights to hold it together, and they they usually do. I mean, we haven't had really a blowout win in a while. A couple games ago, we did, but before right. that, a while. So I just I didn't want to see Chris Paul on the floor in the fourth, yeah. but it's fine. But yeah, ten ten assists, great to see from him. The, and uh, I guess okay. that's kind of one of my big. I guess criticisms with this Suns team is that they need to put games away. I'm not saying they have to win games by 30 every single night because like nobody does that. You know what I mean? But yeah, thank yeah. you, Fabio, for the nice comment. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, no, but sure. um, but yeah, they, they need to put games away. And that's, I was a little nervous too. I was like, oh man, Chris Paul's playing the fourth quarter and correct me if I'm wrong here, but did DA almost like sub in and then they like pulled him or whatever? Oh. <laughs> i i seriously so i honestly when i saw them i i freaked out because i was writing the game right in the recap and i was already writing hey the bench is in here to take over the game and it's up to them just to finish the job and i see da walk over and wasn't booker with him i think booker was coming back in too Mm -hmm. and i was just like no what and then monty you saw him look at the at the time you saw him look glance over because i was watching the bench i'm like don't put those guys back in and he didn't uh, and honestly i was very happy he didn't i would be like if you put that guy back out there yeah. both of them i was gonna be a little upset but you were talking about booker too earlier when he shoots the ball and you don't think it's gonna go in and it does a lot of i'm actually opposite even if he's not even if he still struggles from three it looks like a good shot it's so clean it's so nice and he's open a lot of the times now and i'm just like it's going to go in and it doesn't. And I freak out and I get pissed at him and it's stupid, but it's just something I do. It's just like, I'm like, that just goes to show how good of a player he is and how good of a score and how much we, cause you know, we're, we're diehard Suns fans. We see this night in and night out. We kind of like expect it, but it's not 2k, you know, where you can just hit every single shot, but Devin Booker and that goes for Chris Paul too, man. They're the, they're the mid range Kings. So when they miss, you're like, Whoa, Chris Paul missed a mid range. You know what I mean? It's great, man. It's a good no, problem yeah. to have. It is. Um, but honestly, <laughs> what a freaking game tonight. You know, now we got to talk about next game. And uh, that brings us to our next segment. Thought. That's the wrong thing. Here it is. Guess what? 
right. Yeah, John, we're falling apart up. without you. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, we're staying afloat just barely. Just barely. All right. We got this. We're almost through. We're right? like the Suns in the first half. We were barely staying afloat. Exactly. Now KOC is <laughs> on the air. He's going to come pick us up and carry us. So, I mean, uh, our record right now, after the Suns win, we both picked the Suns last week. I am now 26 and 10, still on top of John. Not in that way, but he is 23 and 13. The next game, we got the Rockets on Monday night. Any thoughts on the Rockets? They played good against us last time. I mean, yes. what we only won by like three points last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that's not the case this time. I'm yeah. sure we will take notes from what happened and put them away. You know, even if it's kind of a repeat of this game where we kind of hang in with the Rockets in the first half and then blow them out in the second half, I'm all down for that. Uh, and I, I like to say this too, man. Before after they traded Harden, before Christian mm-hmm. Wood went down, they were actually playing pretty good. So it's not oh, like they're like the the I like this. it's not like they're like the Timberwolves and like the worst team in the West. You know they can play. Mm-hmm. We saw that. Uh, obviously, I'm picking the Phoenix Suns. You know what I mean. But yeah. let's let's not have a repeat of that last Suns Rockets game. You know, let's just put them away early, take care of business because we got a tough tough schedule coming up and i'm scared <laughs> all right so you choose the suns i choose the suns mm-hmm. as well and um i was thinking too last game christian wood uh, you brought that up it's kind of like uh, bill simmons brings up the ewing theory ewing patrick mm. ewing was a very very dominant center of yeah. course for the new york knicks when he went away the knicks were better without ewing and you're saying basically christian wood is bad for them and in a way maybe who knows maybe they still have to adjust but he hasn't been the best for them yet putting up great stats they're embracing they're the rebuild wins. yeah they're just embracing yeah they them. are right i mean think about it. steven silas has had probably one of the hardest jobs in the league with all the hardened drama the rebuilding of the franchise the change of direction like that's not easy man so props to him i mean they're a bad team they won't be good for a few years but give steven silas props man yeah, no, seriously. And uh, I was thinking, too, about Christian Wood. Last game they played against the Rockets, Christian Wood looked like he needed a therapist after going against DeAndre Ayton. He was just all over the place. Ayton, this is the first – that was the first game I saw Ayton physically and emotionally check out a guy on the op- opposing end. Yeah. Like Christian Wood just was like, I'm done. I know he's a smaller guy, but how many times have we watched Ayton play against a smaller guy? It doesn't matter. Like He sometimes will just not even care. He'll not give you the effort. But that game, he was just phenomenal. He took him out of Christian Wood. He, Aiton took Christian Wood out of his game yeah. and was just dominant. So will Christian Wood, I was going to say, will he opt to sit out <laughs> versus Aiton in this game? I don't know. Because, dude, he, he seriously seemed like he had him like searching for answers last game, dude, if you remember. But if not, it's fine. I mean, it's one of those games where – when we're going to go out and play the Rockets, it's hopefully ends up like tonight. You know, it hopefully ends up like a win. Yeah. I too, if I did not say I am going to choose the Rockets. So I just think that honestly, you know, the Rockets will put up a fight. Of course. I mean, any team right now in the NBA will, yeah. but you have to search for tonight's effort that the Suns had in the second half. It may be something they just carry over to the whole, um, to the whole game next game. But uh, really quick, are you a WrestleMania fan? I like wrestling, but I just yeah. I don't really follow it. But like when it's on, like yeah, I'll watch it. You know. Oh okay okay. <laughs> I was actually I didn't know WrestleMania right now. It was just I was thinking about it tonight. Well, the first there's like two days now, and I don't know if you were ever a wrestling fan, but I used to watch 
uh, when it was the WWF and the Attitude Area era, and it was yeah. only one day for WrestleMania. Now it's like a two-parter. So, if you're not a fan, oh well, I'll move on. It doesn't have, matter. Have you ever seen that movie, uh, Fighting with Your Family? I think we got another uh, uh, super chat, by the way. But that movie, Fighting with Your Family, that's a great mm-hmm. movie. It's a wrestling movie too. No, I have not seen that one. I've based seen on, it based on a true story. It's a great, great movie. It, I, I, I highly recommend it. Who's in it? You said, is it The Rock? See in it? Yeah, The Rock's in it. Yeah, but yeah, it's about one that. of the female um, wrestlers, and it's all okay. based off a true story. Fighting with my family. Go check it out. Oh, very nice, dude. Oh, wait, no. Did I say I had the Rockets? No, I got the Suns over the Rockets. All right. I, uh, I think I said that. Who perplexed knows? Damage said, I made a bet with. Yeah, I got that going right now. <laughs> I made a bet with. <laughs> hey, girl, girl on on t- <laughs> and I double score, and I had to give her 56. <laughs> You know what that means? I don't know. That's what I don't know what that means. I don't uh, do any of that. Just <laughs> explain <laughs> perplex damage. We are lost here with that. But thank you so much again. Another five dollars. Seriously, really perplex damage. Like you know, like that guy's been on my channel for a long time, and like it really helps Matt and yeah. John at the Suns Jam Session podcast here. And just again, everybody in the chat being here, we really appreciate you guys. Make sure to share this. Hulk smash the like button. If for some reason you're not subscribed to me, subscribe to Suns Geek right now. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, that would be awesome. And also, don't forget... Uh, Spend five I- more dollars to explain <laughs> this Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, send 50 bucks. You know, someone gave us 25 bucks last time. I'm like, nice, 25? Like, damn, dude. like... That's insane. Like I thought they took twenty five bucks from us. Like I would never expect that much, dude, but so I really cool. appreciate all the 25 love. Twenty five bucks, man. That's yeah, awesome. very very nice, man. So, um, also I forgot to say, what did I forget here? Am I, did I get everything, John? Uh, John, I wish you were here with me, <laughs> but we did a good job. If you guys missed it last podcast, I did find the sexiest, most explicit commercial ever in the history of television. Uh, yours truly. Papa Ricky, I, I think you saw this one, right? Sons Geek, did you I see this? So. <laughs> so in case you guys missed it, let me uh, go ahead and find that for you really quick, and I will throw it on to end the pod. Hold on one second. Empieza profunda e higiene. Confía en HS para un pelo 100% libre de caspa. Clínicamente probado. HS, champú número uno en España. Very cool. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Exactly, man. It's too hot for TV now. It's a, I had to actually go to a old video store and go behind the beads to find that commercial. So it was just, it was a long process. And uh, yeah, so that was it. Uh, so thank you everybody for joining us on the Suns Jam Session Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, visit us at brightsideofthesun.com. You can see, uh, you can read if you want John and I's articles. I write one every month. He writes a couple every week. But uh, thank you guys for everything. And Suns Geek, I'm pretty sure everyone knows where to find you and everything. But if you want to just explain, that would be fabulous. Yeah, if you're new here and you, for some reason you do not know who I am, my name is Brandon, <laughs> a.k.a. Suns Geek. If it has to deal with the Phoenix Suns, I'm going to make a video about it. I myself, I try to do as many live streams as possible, but I'm a busy guy. Real life comes first, but I'm always uploading. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SunsGeek, especially on Instagram. I'm always posting stuff on my story, mainly about my dogs, but follow me on SunsGeek, and I, I really appreciate you guys. Make sure to Hulk smash the like button, too. <laughs> Thank you very much. For some reason, uh, I don't know who this is. I had to find... 
these people this person knows my family's name so i had to figure out who this is it's a big mystery so this this Somebody, keeps the pod interesting so right shout out to the uh shout out to the valley podcast i've been on their podcast a few times and somebody was like hacked i don't know if it was like hacked but i was in the chat but it wasn't me and i was like saying all these outlandish things and then something happened to my youtube friend rom 2.0 rom oh, 2.0 really? apparently okay. was in the chat and he was like hacked or something, but it wasn't us. It was the weirdest thing. So I don't know what's going on with that guy, but I, I think know. I I think I know who this is. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think it's a big uh, <clears throat> big mystery, but uh, anyways, we'll leave it on maybe, that. Maybe note. it's John's burner account. He's it might be. Stuff. You know, he's actually he's. <laughs> It's he's, probably him, man. Yeah, he, he's watching and just judging us from Shout the Shout out to uh, the chat, too. I know we keep saying that, but I see a lot of my subscribers in here, mm -hmm. and I, I really appreciate you guys. <clears throat> yeah, dude, thanks for joining us tonight. We are a little bit short, 10 minutes short of course, tonight. man. No, that anytime is you spin. guys need me, hit me up. You guys yeah, know this me. was a lot of fun. And uh, great Suns win, and we'll see you again Monday night. Uh, peace out, everybody. God bless. Okay, I ended it too early. I forgot to say, <laughs> usually I'm on the other end and I'm like, oh, everyone go home and love your family. So everyone go home and love your family. And Sunsky, what were you saying? My I apologies. was saying God bless you guys. Stay safe out there. All right. <laughs> Have a good night.